0: Hello everybody and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today we are talking about Clock Tower. The the SNES one, not the PlayStation one. Uh, with me to discuss Clock Tower is my good friend Craig.
1: Yo, how you doing? Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year to you, oh, no.
1: sir. Wait, we did Happy New Year last week. Never mind. Did we? <laughs> I've, got, I've got all confused. Okay, yeah. so you
0: were allowed to have a Happy New Year last week. This week, you have to be miserable. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, yeah. Everyone's back to work. You know, there's there's, it's no, there's no happiness to this New Year now. It's gone. Roll on
0: 2021. Uh, well, no, no. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Uh, Clock Tower was developed by Human Entertainment. <laughs> And it was developed for the Super Famicom in September of 1995 in Japan. And in Japan, it stayed. Uh, It it was (laughs) re-released in Windows, PlayStation, and on the WonderSwan in Japan. Uh, This clock tower has never come to the U.S. other than a sort of remake on the PlayStation 1. But that is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the SNES one. Now... Uh, In case Human Entertainment sounded a little bit familiar to you, they're the big guys behind uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. So if you played Fire Pro Wrestling, that's probably why you know Human. They did a bunch of really weird games in the SNES era, and then they just kind of latched on to that. Anyway, Craig. Yes. You are a man who likes to
1: point at things. I I do like to point at things. Um, Do you know what else I like doing? I like clicking.
0: Really? Really?
1: Yeah. I, I, I thought you were going to go for that
0: whole scream like Donald Sutherland at the end of the Body Snatchers when you point, but uh, clicking works for me. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, um, Clock Tower is, I might say, one of the original point-and-click games that had you actually moving a character in semi-real-time, especially on the console. Uh, it's, it's very rare to see. But anyway, uh, you have no
1: connection with Clock Tower, right, Craig? No, none, none whatsoever. I have seen Clock Towers, but I, I I, know about this game only from before we did our halloween episode, and you'd mentioned it at some point, and then we decided we'll oh, maybe keep it for just now. So that's that's been it.
0: Um, what are your thoughts on Clock Towers? How do you feel?
1: Uh, they're interesting. I wouldn't... Actually, mind if I changed profession and I just had to go, you know, like climb clock towers to clean the clock faces? I think that'd be quite cool because you'd see the sights. It'd be like you know Nathan Drake, except cleaning instead of, um, you know, anything fun. Killing. Yeah, killing, <laughs> murdering many, countless, hundreds of people. Uh, but if I remember right, the only time I've seen Nathan Drake in a clock tower, he's destroyed it and bells have fallen and Sully's been like
0: Nate! Uh, Yeah, Nathan Drake, notoriously bad clock tower cleaner.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I'd do a better Um, job than that.
0: So, um, do you have a clock tower uh, near you?
1: I do, there's one in the town and it chimes when there's you know, like one o'clock, dong, two o'clock. Dong, dong. You see where I'm going with that? It's kind of. Wait, what happens at three? Uh, dong, dong, dong.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm starting to see a pattern here. Yeah. Um, yeah. doesn't that get annoying?
1: Eh, uh, no, I don't. I don't notice it anymore. It's like living by a main road. You never, you, you notice it for a couple of weeks, and then it, it just becomes background noise, and you get used to it. You acclimatize audibly.
0: All right. So, so what, what time does it stop dinging?
1: I've never heard it at night, like when darkness falls. I don't know whether it somehow only does it when it's light. I I've got no idea. I Could don't be even, the
0: vampires are you know stopping it from ringing.
1: If we're night. still recording in twenty-seven minutes, I'll see if it rings ten times.
0: Okay, that boy, that would that that would get
1: annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, hang on, guys. We <laughs> need we need to stop recording for a minute here while the clock tower goes off. <laughs>
0: Uh, here, uh, the only thing we have is every once in a while an uh, 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 air siren will go off. Uh, the, oh. You know, for testing the emergency siren. So, oh, in wow. case, you know, uh, something tornado or, or whatever happens.
1: Is it one of those, like, the only one I can hear in my head is one that goes. Uh, it is! Uh, and okay. yeah, yeah, it,
0: it's those It's those World War Two <laughs> sirens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every everyone once a week that one goes off and it always kind of like oh yeah, hey, that's a thing.
1: Once a week.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just a test. It, it's not used for any other purposes than an emergency. Okay. Jeez. And uh, we we really need the emergency to line up on the test day. Oh no, yeah. Otherwise otherwise we just don't use it.
1: This is we're, My we're... my work has fire alarms that go off on a Wednesday morning to test them and you always think what if there's a fire at this precise moment and then the alarm goes on for a wee bit too long so everyone in the office is kind of looking about going yeah well yeah okay right let's grab our jackets and then inevitably it goes off every single time
0: yeah the other habits at work because it always goes off and you're like well if this is real trying to finish what I'm doing is really stupid but if it's yeah. not I'm wasting time and losing my train of thought mm-hmm and at our work since it's uh, a lot of chemicals and stuff if the fire alarm goes off it automatically calls the fire department and then the fire department calls so if somebody accidentally sets it off then mm-hmm. you have to deal with the fire department calling and all that nonsense why are we talking about fire alarms?
1: I've genuinely got no idea I've, I've completely lost the plot we're like six and a bit minutes in or something and I, 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 is that it? right up next we've yep. got oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> next Um, alright Craig you used the word plot there
1: yes and
0: uh I don't think you're referring to a plot of ground. So uh, why don't you explain what you know of the plot of Clock Tower? Because you're not all the way
1: through. I love it when you ask me these kind of questions, just my understanding. I can't remember what the last game was, but I I seem to remember doing quite well at the game. (laughs) So this one is, there are a group of orphans who have been taken to a mansion to be adopted. Now, they've been taken to a mansion by a woman called Mary, who ends up disappearing with a scream ah and you think Mary's been somehow murdered you then through a series of different screens in the point and click way find out that your dad was in a doctor at this mansion and that Mary actually owns the mansion and somebody, maybe, maybe, maybe someone else, had babies that the do- your dad was delivering, who turned out to be evil, demonic babies that crawled out of the fijiji and ate your dad's hand, and one of those midgets or both of them now have big pairs of sizzles and they're out to murder you. But they are always precluded by a sound going pew pew pew. Yep. Pew, pew. Um, um, that's as far as I've gotten the game. And I'm right, currently trying to... That's a pretty good figure.
0: grasp of the okay. plot.
1: Yeah. Have I went um, wrong on any key points there so far?
0: No, 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 no. I think you got it. Um, you, uh... Craig, how, how, can, how can a doctor, a man of, say, some physical dexterity, he's used to working with science... Mm-hmm. how could your hand be bitten by something that has just crawled out of a birth canal it's
1: it's crazy that i that whole scene i actually one of the few notes i made with this game because i've been enjoying playing it more than you know like scribing notes for mm-hmm. one of the big episodes and one of the notes was just um scene where you h- cradle your skeleton dad lol because it's just... <laughs> it, you've got you've got your skeleton, Dad, in your arms, and he says, I've been in here three days, there's not much time left, blah, 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 blah. Ate my hand off, and I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? I've been playing this for about 45 minutes, and I'm, lo- I'm, I'm losing it. I'm completely losing it. I'd be as well talking to Dave about fire alarms.
0: <laughs> well, like, okay, so um, if you're a doctor... And you get your hand bitten off. Mm-hmm. I I hazard a guess that there is no other trained professional on earth more fitted for the job yeah. of having that not kill you.
1: Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Um, the way I read it is he died because the cell he was locked in was airtight.
0: Maybe I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. Well, you would. Uh, you know, if I died in an airtight container with no hand, maybe I would say. I died from the air kite container. That's why I didn't care about my hand. I, mean, I, suppose, I think yeah,
1: that's true.
0: Skeletons these days really are not big on explanation. And I think no. we should, as a people, try to change that. Um, so, in case you haven't noticed, uh, we were a little bit... I, I, in 2020, uh-huh. year of our Lord 2020, uh, our yes. Lord, of course, being Geralt. Um, oh, hey, Craig, you should really watch the Winter TV show.
1: It's no! really good. Dave... Oh, right, you're doing a bit because we spoke about it already, and I said I was. I see. You're going to read the
0: books first. Uh, Sorry, I'm going to read the
1: books first in Polish.
0: In Polish. Uh Uh, Yeah, so in this year of our Geralt 2020, um, I want to try to loosen up Retro Rewind a little bit, especially since we're doing these big games that everybody knows. Maybe not Mm -hmm. Clock Tower, but Metal Gear Solid, you know, everybody knows. So. if you don't like a, a more casual approach to these games, uh, let us know. But uh, I'm not ending the episode here, by the way.
1: I <laughs> know, no, uh, yeah, that's a
0: lot. <laughs> <letting me> know. <laughs> Anyway, so... Uh, Craig, you also have a very specific stance on horror. Mm. Uh, does this strike you as horror?
1: It does. It's got a certain... There's two horrifying things about it in my mind. One... I went into it with the idea that I was going to play a point and click adventure game, with certain horror elements. But it's it's not like um, screen by screen horror. There's I I don't want to say there's a real time element, but there's a real timeliness to it. There's something chasing you at some point. But it's not like it's part of a puzzle. It's an actual. It's like Mr. X, and when we were playing Resident Evil Two. Oh yeah. There's just this ever present thing. It feels like that's gonna chase you until you figure out how to hide from him in some way. I managed to hide from him in two different places by climbing over some sort of bookcase and also by in a garage um, climbing oh, up a yeah. ladder in the background and he kind of wanders about and walks away. But I found it really quite tense. The, the thing that alleviated all tension was save states. So I was save stating like a mofo and <laughs> um, and I think it was a bit of a mistake actually because in the few times that I did die and I just hit continue you start right before you die so if you the first time you encounter him you're in a room and you open the shower curtain and one of your friends maybe is dangling from a shower head or something I don't know exactly what's going on there yeah it's one
0: of the, the other girls
1: Yeah, the scissory guy jumps out the bath and chases you if you leave the room and turn right you die so you have to leave leave the room and turn left and the continue button starts you at leaving the room so you're you very much you don't really need to save state or scum save as Luke would say your way through it it's generous so the overall tension is kind of like alleviated by that but it's very it's very weird and creepy spoopy
0: yeah it's got this low level tension going on Mm. during a lot of it um it seems like they knew how tedious it would be if when you get caught you had to restart. So yep. props to Human for going, "No, people are going to get caught. Let's just put them back because most point and click stuff, I mean, it's more to just see everything than it is to beat the game."
1: Yeah. Well, that's uh, it. So that that's the, the big key difference is in app, a normal traditional point-and-click adventure, you can just take your time, screen after screen, click everything, hoover everything up, move to the next one, and then attach the jelly bean to the electrode to make some coffee. Or, you know, like to solve the puzzle, that was a really yeah. abstract... Um, that was. That, that, was, that was
0: proper Sierra-level yeah, puzzle. Yeah.
1: Um, but this has that real-time scare element. So, But I, I really enjoyed it. So my specific stance traditionally has been, I hate this. Um, and Re- when we played Resident Evil 2, the respite was finding a safe room or, um, going oddly enough, going into the clock tower in Resident Evil 2. Oh, yeah! Yeah, it, 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 Mr. X can't get in there. So once I knew those places were safe, it was fine. It was more of an inconvenience. With this... It was less of an inconvenience and more just because the controls are pretty naff as well. It's more like, ah, oh, <laughs> awful. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Especially if you fall down. Like I'm pretty good at mashing a button, but it's like, come on, come on, get up, lady, uh-huh. let's go. Um. Uh. Two things uh, I want to ask. Number one, have you managed to guess who the main character is based on visually?
1: Um. I know this, but not through guessing. Oh, it's Jennifer okay. Connolly?
0: Yeah, uh, Famed daughter of Billy Connolly. Is she? No, but oh. they have the same last name. And I really like Billy Connolly, so sure. Oh my God. It's just like, yeah, you could have said yeah. And
1: I would be like, oh, wow, I didn't know
0: that. <laughs> she managed to lose that really thick accent. So, yeah. you know, she's had a good career. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, like like booting it up. I'm like, oh, yeah, wow. they They really just went for it.
1: Mm-hmm. And now, the, the thing is, I know it's Jennifer Connelly because when I was searching for how to play it and um and stuff, it, I wanted a PC version, but I got the SNES version because it was already on my wee doohickey. But when I was looking at it, something said something about Jennifer Connelly, but I didn't read, because I didn't want any spoilers, I didn't read any further into it, so I don't know why Jennifer Connelly has been... Drafted in as inspiration. Like it must be from a film or something like that, but I, I don't know what.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um if if um my good friend Google tells me anything. It's from her role in a movie called Phenomena. Pheno-
1: Phenom phenomenon. Phenomenon.
0: No, not phenomenon uh, phenomen- phenomenon phenomenon? Phenomenon. Phenomenon. No, not the John Travolta one, evidently oh, an right. earlier one that I didn't no existed phenomena uh, phenomena it says is the name of it and
1: can this we do, has been can we
0: do phenomena yeah
1: du, 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 du. Uh.
0: and this has been the bit effect reads wikipedia <laughs> now uh question number 2 is how do you feel about uh scissor man as a villain
1: so, um, what do I think about him as an enemy? I think he has a giant pair of scissors, which uh, lightens the mood slightly. But overall, he's quite persistent. And at f- several times, I thought he was quite slow and dim because I managed to run right through him in a way and not get caught.
0: Now, Now, for me, it's not the scissors that make it slightly comical. For me, it's the dapper little outfit he has. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing... Like the Seinfeld Puffy shirt. And not even Jason Voorhees could be scary in the Seinfeld Puffy shirt.
1: Um, no, no one.
0: Uh, it, it's weird uh, the way he sits because he's a bit of an icon. Like most people know, oh, hey, that's Scissorman. Most people don't know what game he comes from, but they know, oh, it's Scissorman. Um, I never found Clock Tower, the SNES one, scary. It wasn't until Clock Tower 3 where it was like, oh, this is, this is good. Because that was, you know, a PS2 game, so you could go a little bit higher on the visuals. Do you think you could find an SNES game scary the same way you could find uh, Resident Evil or a Silent Hill?
1: Uh, I don't. I think the biggest opportunity to make a SNES game scary would be text rather than the visuals. To be honest, I can't think of a. I can't. I genuinely can't think of a scary game on the SNES. I don't get scaled easily, Dave. Apart from the fact that I do get skilled very easily. but um,
0: I was going to say,
1: uh, some evidence might betray yeah. that as a
0: lie. Um, yeah, no, so like like Night of the Sickle Weasels, you would find more tense because it's that style of game rather than yeah, this style yeah. of game. Okay, because I was thinking about, okay, like why is, is a visual novel tense even when it's just text? Uh, I think what it comes down to is moving your character around. Like, if you can't move away from the danger physically, I think it makes it a little more tense. Speaking of that, so is this your first Eastern um, point-and-click game?
1: I I have got no idea. That's a good question. What else would I have played? It probably is because every other point-and-click that I've got in my repertoire of games would are most certainly Western games. What uh, Eastern? I'm I'm now doing Google Point and Click games. Yeah, because
0: I what? I can't think of any other ones you might have played. Mystery House. What's that? That's not Eastern. That's Sierra. Yeah. That's like maybe Eastern Colorado.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's. You like, might have to just put in Japanese. Uh, yeah, that's that's not working. Um, while I do that, uh, what do you think on the horror front? I know. Are you, like, me, where text is? Well,
0: there's the thing, right? Like, um, I tend to be very visual. Like, I've read a ton of horror books. And I've never once been scared of a book. I, I don't think I've ever even been freaked out. Like, I know people that freak out uh, when they read uh, House of Leaves. It was an interesting book. I really liked it. But it didn't, like, freak me out. And I've read countless Stephen King and Bentley Little. And, you know...
1: I had... I had serious issues with that book. Where at one point I genuinely measured the distance between my fireplace and the mirror because I thought <laughs> something fucky was going on, and I was having <laughs> right. I was having dreams because the way in my head, my head built that house was you know when he's going down into the ever never ending spiral staircase oh, underneath yeah, the house. The yeah, in my head, as that was perpetually a. Um, getting bigger and bigger in my head, in my dreams. I was having dreams where I was an entity, and the world around me was was getting bigger and bigger, and I was shrinking. And I was getting really, I wasn't scared reading it, but it put things in my head that made me have nightmares about the kind of underlying feeling behind the book.
0: Really? Yeah. Um, I I think it's the way my brain works, right? Because I've been, not scared, but I've been more unnerved by movies and uh, uh, maybe a graphic novel, things like that. And I think it's because, especially when you're watching a movie or you're playing a game, like Resident Evil 7, it got to me. I'm not going to lie. It it Mm -hmm. got to me. I wasn't scared, but it was like, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, Same with P.T. P.T. Ooh, that little girl. Man, she got me once or twice. Yep. But I, I think it's because with those mediums even if you look away, it's still there. yeah. Whereas with a book you close it, it's not going to start reading itself to you although that would be pretty good.
1: That's that should be the um, a Stephen King book. That's an idea for a book.
0: So I, I think yeah with, with books or games that rely on text, I don't find them terrifying because mm-hmm. of that. like I, I could just stop reading and it's done uh i'm more terrified of home invasion than anything
1: <laughs> fair enough i i think home invasion is up there on things that i would not like to experience um
0: it didn't bother me near as much before i had a family which is strange yeah. like i never thought i'd worry about it and then it's like well, what if i'm laying here and somebody comes in Ah, oh, jeez. um more importantly question for you nothing to do with clock tower what made you read house of leaves if it's not your bag
1: uh, it was guy guy work. Can I? He, I don't read a lot of books. I think we, we must have spoken about this before. But I I don't read a lot of books. But any book he tells me to read, I'll generally read. And that was one of them. Um,
0: um just a really quick. Uh, How did you come away from it? Are you glad you read it, or are you like? Man, oh god, yeah, I I I, like oh, I good, absolutely
1: good. loved it. It was just that period in the middle where I wasn't like I was probably quite stressed and stuff like that as well at the same time. So it all just culminated in having really weird. Bad dreams, and I get I take sleep medication, so I get really weird dreams. As it is, like really, really vivid, excessively mental dreams about anything and everything. So oh, something like a mad I, book just just exacerbates that greatly.
0: I see. There's there's another difference between us. I very rarely dream. Oh, wow. Ever? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I do, but I never wake up because of a dream, or I never wake <laughs> up remembering a dream. Yeah. So I may have incredibly vivid dreams.
1: Who knows? Jeez, oh, I used to I used to suffer from like sleep paralysis and stuff like that. It was really oh, badly. Really? Yeah, like I I when I was a kid, I must have told you this, but when I was a kid, uh, my grandpa just died and the night I found out, I woke up completely paralyzed. I understand now what it was, which was just me and sleep paralysis. But I swear to god i couldn't move the duvet was really heavy and he was sitting on my legs my grandma my dead grandpa was sitting on my legs looking at me and i still remember that burned into my brain yeah absolutely fucking terrifying
0: (laughs) uh yeah i i if my dead grandfather was sitting on my legs even today it might (laughs) startle me just a small amount yeah um now see now, now oh, we are way out in the weeds, but you know what? Yeah, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, and for okay, a penny. So, so I never met anybody with sleep paralysis other than internet people. But mm. you know, we're internet people, but we're talking, so it's different. Yeah. Is sleep paralysis the same thing as twilight sleep? Oh, I don't know. What's twilight sleep? Twilight sleep is like when you think you're awake, but you're not. Oh. And like, like you ever have those nights where you think you stayed awake all night, but you woke up in the morning?
1: Oh yeah, I see, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, that's most definitely different to that. This is okay. more. You are asleep and you wake up, but the only bit of your brain that is engaged is the bit that's working your eyes. So, oh, your like motor, sensory? Yeah, your motor skills are out, but you're still in that kind of zone of dreaming so I obviously could see my I was dreaming I could see my grandpa but I could actually just flip and see him and I couldn't move I've seen it's a lot of scary faces a lot of things coming out of shadows nothing you can do about it it's just the now, worst. Now See,
0: I, I worst again I am not a licensed professional I did not have my hand bitten off by a small child <laughs> Um, why is it always scary or is it not always um, unnerving images I'm, is it I'm,
1: always that when I would, I think it would, for me, it's been probably ninety percent scary and ten percent nothing at all. Just waking up and going, well, I can't move, and going back to sleep. But I was, I was a lot younger and a lot scarier than I am now. So
0: uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's curious how it always defaults to. Uh, wow, that makes me sound like I think you're lying. No, like no. like it, it's interesting how it always defaults to terrifying. Yeah, but I rather I, than.
1: I wonder, like, of the times I had it, especially that time with those, are the memorable times or the ones where, oh my God, th- I, there could have been numerous times where I just woke up and in my back to sleep and don't remember a thing.
0: Oh, true, yeah. yeah you know I'm, what I mean?
1: But I mean, you don't have
0: any memorable ones of, like, I woke up and there was a unicorn in my room or I woke oh, up God, and no. Giggles the Clown or Mr. Nosey Bonk was no. standing over me breathing heavy.
1: There was nothing. You know, good things. Never anything like that. People must have. Yeah, that's that. I, I would hate for I would hate to think that people didn't. I just got I got tablets for it from the doctor. is oh, what
0: it, is it? Just like um, stuff that puts you straight to like REM sleep.
1: It's no. It was more. I don't know whether it was just melatonin or it was something like that, but it was more. If I ever woke up, it was stuff to make sure that I was still in a state where I could go straight back to sleep, rather than oh okay stay awake. You still take them? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, this has been medical talk with it the has. bit effect.
1: I might... Right. I, we'll, well, we might, dependent on how the rest of the episode sounds, I might gently trim some of that out because it's been about 20 minutes of talking about that.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, maybe people want to get to know us better,
1: Craig. Yeah. So they... I googled Eastern and Japanese point-and-click adventures. I couldn't find anything. Snatcher would probably be up there. And police knots, And then the next one along on the map was Machinarium, which came from the Czech Republic. So (laughs) there's a bit of a gap. Did that
0: come from Czech? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That game, I never wanted to play it, but I always really liked the way it looked. Like It looks very cool,
1: but I know I wouldn't like it. uh, You would hate it. You would absolutely hate it. But it's a lovely wee game. It is a lovely wee game.
0: So, okay. So let's get pedantic here, Craig old boy. Yeah. So, do you put this in the same category as Snatcher and Police Oh Nuts? No.
1: no, like, um, this is much more into the point-and-click adventure style of things with just an added edge of scary horror, real-time man-chasing you.
0: Okay, because I was going to say, like, like I think for me, my brain cuts off, okay, do you move your character or do you not move your character? Because, mm-hmm. like, Snatcher, you don't move. Yeah. Uh, you do run into random Hajeel.
1: You do. You do. He keeps on coming you, 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 up really randomly in every episode.
0: Very randomly, you say.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so um, I guess since uh, since you haven't finished it, I don't want to talk about what happens at the end of the game. No,
1: talk, please do, because I, I, I do know that there are multiple endings. And I messaged yes, you there with are the hint multiple endings. And I, I was genuinely curious to see how it played out, because of all the things... You, I. The only thing I can assume is you can't get out of there or escape there if escape is even the good ending, with everyone alive that you arrived with.
0: Uh, I won't spoil like that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I, um, in, in for the listener, in case you're like, "Ooh, an adventure game with eight endings." Um, temper your expectations on what an ending is. Okay. Uh, like, I'll, I'll give you an example of one ending. So, do you remember? And I believe it's close to the, the garage where you can climb up in the hay bale and hide mm-hmm. and there's that dude in the cell underneath you Um, it, it, it Right after that you go to the elevator, right? Uh-huh Okay, so if you do something wrong you would hop in the elevator as normal but then you would see Mr. Little Lord Man come along, hop in the elevator from the top like that access grate and okay. then you would just hear like, shing! and then you would see blood pooling out from under the elevator technically that's an ending because Uh, then a little ending scree pops up of like, and nobody heard from Jennifer Connolly again except for her dad, Billy Connolly, who's really cool. So, like that's an ending. There are more um, not, what's the word I'm looking for? Elaborate. There are yeah, yeah, there are more elaborate endings in that but like, that's maybe like four out of the eight, so it's not like a uh, heavy rain kind of deal where it's like, oh, they can
1: branch different ways. That's kind of what I was curious about because being a, a SNES game and having eight fleshed out endings would be a bit of a feat in itself. Your game would have to be twenty minutes long. Yeah. Um. So that's that's genuinely that's what I was curious about. So I I do look forward to playing the rest of it. I'm. I am actually just going to play the rest of it. It's not that I'm not. It's just a busy weekend, Dave. It's just. Busy. oh oh yeah
0: yeah
1: um even
0: just stuff for the show it's been a busy first of the year mm-hmm. that
1: um nice.
0: I as for like the rest of the series right like clock tower uh, this one got remade on the PlayStation and it was called the first fear I believe and mm-hmm. so it's this with a little bit of voice acting in it because PlayStation um uh, then clock tower 2 went very weird like it's modern day. In an office building, there's a guy with a weird Kabuki mask. Like Scissor Man isn't in it. Mm-hmm. And then Clock Tower Three was made, or I think published by Capcom, and it was back to you being a girl in a spooky place, and the the twins were there, like the two twins from the first Clock Tower game. Okay. So like, and Scissor Man was there, but. Like, this was it. That's all there is for Scissor Man. is, well, he was only the main villain in one game, so it's weird that he got this up there with, like, Mr. X and your nemesises and all, and all yeah. this stuff. I just named Capcom stuff. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I like this game. Like, uh, I appreciate what it does. It's a very cool little oddity, right? It's like, mm-hmm. wow, point and click. And it didn't use the mouse. Okay, that's a little strange, but... It was the first time that, uh, as a teenager, I really got into a point-and-click game because of the horror element. If it didn't have the horror element, I don't think uh, this would even be a blip on my radar, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, I, I, what,
1: kinda, I, I can see that.
0: What about you? Like, um, Where does this sit on the point-and-click level I, for you? I think... like,
1: it's, it's, I, I, I've kind of disconnected it from my usual pool of point and clicking, only because you know, the most of the times I'll sit and play or replay a point and click game is for the story and the comedy, knowing all the puzzles right the way through I, I liked it, but not in that same way, this was more an interesting thing because it was vaguely familiar from what I normally like to play, but mm-hmm. with the added twist of being something I hate which is horror, although it's not like Horrific horror. It's more tension, let's say tension, you know. So there's
0: one or two things later in the game that I would say get closer to horror, but Mm -hmm. no, no, nothing you're going to make you jump and scream like a YouTuber. Um, now, now, one of the things this got dinged for when it came out was, uh, the puzzles. Now for me, all puzzles in all point and click games are terrible puzzles, but you're a point and click guy. How do the puzzles sit for you?
1: Um, I, I don't I, I haven't seen. There's not a lot of explicit puzzles. It's more find one thing that's got one use for one thing else that I've found. There's a lot yeah, of keys. push the box
0: so you can get on the a lot the of keys.
1: Yeah, keys to open things. Oh look, there's a fridge full of cockroaches. Oh, there's some insecticide, so I'll use the insect. You know, it's there isn't that kind of abstract puzzle or layered puzzles thing that I kind of think. I think no, that's ta- why
0: it, Towers of
1: Hanoi. Exactly. There's nothing like that. There is (laughs) just a. Oh, here's the thing. I've got forty keys. I know what each of them are because you pick it up and it tells you the name of the key. So you pick up a random key and it says, "Sugar, I've forgotten all of the names of all of the rooms, but whatever." It says bedroom
0: cabinet key.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right, okay. That's the key for the bedroom cabinet.
0: That's a low-level superpower that would really come in handy. Being able to touch any key and then know exactly where it goes.
1: That's you're you're not wrong. That's a pretty
0: right. good superpower. Uh okay, so so if you were to sit sit down and maybe have the night for yourself, you have a nice fancy Merlot next to you. There's some candles burning in the distance, outside of your house. Uh and you're like, I feel like a point and click. This is not something that would be put into your possibilities. This is just uh, like no. a one off, this is intriguing thing.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna play it. I'm I might go and Crack on with the series just as a wee, kind of wee side project because I've liked it that much that I would I would give it a bash, but it's not it's not going to be my um, go-to fave.
0: Okay, uh, take my advice. Skip two. Two okay. is generally reviled by everybody. All right. It just okay. didn't turn out very well, and it was like early PlayStation and most early PlayStation, which we will find out soon, mm-hmm. didn't exactly come out very well. Yeah. Um. I think that's about it for this leisurely paced retro rewind. Yeah. Um Not a bad one to start the year with. Not a absolute bang up winner, but yeah, I enjoyed. Uh, Game Center CX episode is really good.
1: On it. I uh, need it, to check it out. How does it, is it? What's the challenge? Is it like get all the endings or just finish it uh, to, without help? Find the,
0: the the true ending, the good ending. Okay. And he's sitting in the dark, and he has candles all around him. Uh, no more low. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so so if maybe... Uh, what, what do you think? Where does this sit? Would this sit for you on a, hey, you should try it? Or, hey, why don't you just watch a YouTube? You'll get what you need out of it.
1: Eh, uh, to be honest, and I hate saying this as much as I hate saying this, but you'll probably get as much as you need on a YouTube. Not like a speed run of it, but like a, someone sitting down and just you know like playing it without any commentary Um because the controls are that darn fucking annoying and sorry I've sworn <laughs> quite a lot that, that they the, are <laughs> the controls I didn't have a manual so I had to google a manual and I got all the wee picture you know where the wee SNES controller and what the oh, buttons yeah, do yeah. and stuff like that and I'm just looking at it and I'm just going I'm still no clearer as to how I'm managing to run sometimes and not other times and how she's going down a ladder or up a ladder and I wanted to go, you know, like that's very it's difficult to control. Some, I just want to run and I can't run or, you know <laughs> yeah.
0: um, on, a, on a really weird side note uh, they did a game for the SNES called SOS. I know that's a lot of S's right there mm-hmm. and it was, you're on a sinking ship and you have, I think it's an hour in real time to try to get out of it with these controls and platforming. Oh, wow. And, I mean, it's a very cool, again, it's a really cool concept, but the controls kind of let it down to where if you were like, oh, that sounds interesting, watch SOS. Don't don't play it. You'd mm-hmm. probably hate it if you played it. But, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, This, is for me, is a YouTube game. Like, if I wasn't doing it for the show and I went, oh, hey, I feel like checking out Clock Tower, I would play Clock Tower 3 again. But I would never play this one again just because it is fiddly. I, I don't remember if it's any better on the PlayStation, though. So mm-hmm. I, I don't remember.
1: You, you would um, kind of hope it was, but... We
0: have more buttons to do stuff with, at least two more buttons. So That's true, yeah. Maybe one could be a run button. <laughs> but, uh, okay, I think that about wraps it up.
1: Yeah, I, uh, yeah I've got nothing else. Sorry, I've yeah, interrupted you enough. just to say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. So, um, uh, remember, if you don't like this more laid-back approach, let us know. We'll switch back to that high-energy, really stupid, being stupid kind of kind of show. Mm-hmm. Uh, second
1: Although, bit of news. Oh, go ahead. In saying that, Dave, we did just spend thirty minutes talking about various medical conditions and fire alarms. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is this is, you know what this is? This is more like if you happen to be hanging out with me and Craig mm-hmm. while you were bound and gagged. Yes, that's that's about what this is like. Uh, we're we're pretty boring people that are very interested in fire alarms and medical mm-hmm. conditions. Um, that's interesting. It is, it is, especially if you get your hand bitten off and then die in a Tupperware container. <laughs> um. So oh, sorry, you really threw me off there. I know. Oh, sorry. Second bit of news. Um. Don't forget that this year, me and Craig uh, on our website on Fireside... or Wait, no. Fireside isn't in the link, is it, Craig? It is not. It's just it, BitEffect.
1: www.thebiteffect.com
0: What that man said. Okay, so uh, we're doing a blog where we're going to keep track of what games we've played this year. So if you're interested and you want to check that out, you can do that there. It's right under the little blog tab there. We're still working on a little bit of how to format it and stuff, but, you know... Mm-hmm. We're professionals, sure. Are we? Other than that, I, shh, Other oh, than sorry. that, I will have my baby eat your hand.
1: <laughs>
0: other than that, Craig, uh, nineteen ninety six is next. Yes. And that would be,
1: uh, uh, twisted metal two. So our first PlayStation one game, and I personally can't wait because I love a bit of twisted metal. No idea what conversation is going to come from it, but I'm sure it's going to be metal and twisted,
0: twisted
1: <laughs> two.
0: Uh, yeah. So next, <laughs> next time it's going to be twisted metal two when we do the retro rewind. Our mm. next big game is going to be
1: Dave Luigi's Mansion three. Is that right? I believe it is. Wow, well done. I would, and it's normally at this point where I have to like scramble. I told you we're professionals now Craig I know yeah you're Um, right it's Luigi's Mansion 3 bloody hell I ain't got that
0: that's something I'm really looking forward to playing but not before some Twisted Metal 2 other than that Craig anything else you have left to say to the fine gentlemen no nothing at all ladies shouldn't say gentlemen so just to recap uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming up next for our next big game Twisted Metal 2 is our next Search or Rewind game. Uh, we, we have the blog where we're keeping track. There's not much up there right now because for some reason I decided I should play nothing but RPGs at the beginning of the year. And I believe that's everything. Uh, don't like us. Don't subscribe to us. Don't no go problem. to our Patreon or our Kickstarter because we don't have any of that nonsense. Don't even tell a friend because I like you. Your friend sucks. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, Craig, why don't you say goodnight to the fine people? Good night, fine people. It's been a pleasure. Indeed. All right. We will catch you next time on the episodes I just named that I forgot already. All right. <laughs>